I'd like to invite you on a walk. The dark ages happen again and again for different people in different times and contexts. Today, where we are now, where you are, if you are listening to this, you probably think of the Dark Ages as the time after the collapse of the governmental apparatus and economic control apparatus of the Roman Empire. The story goes that there is a time of peace and prosperity. There is a time of order and stability. People are fed, people are taken care of, people know where they're going to sleep tomorrow. And suddenly that is all taken away. The order had to be fought for. It needed to be kept. And the moment people slipped, the moment they stopped trying to maintain that order, it all fell apart. And when it fell apart, people suffered much more than they did when there was order. Part of this assumes that within the Dark Ages, people lived horribly. That they struggled just to survive each day. And I do not doubt that in the same way that I do not doubt that people struggled in times of order as well. But I do wonder about how bad it actually was in comparison to the time of stability. Because these cycles of stability and chaos, of a centralizing power and a collapse, have been around for as long as humans have been around. And if you look, you might find that things went on being invented during those times. Technology marched on. People marched on. We have all the languages we do now from the collapse of the Roman Empire. Similarly, there were many local innovations that happened that probably would not have happened if people had been simply following whatever Rome did. When you have that much control over an area, when you have that much homogeneity, 
in a population, it leaves that population vulnerable to certain shocks. Shocks that really come from tiny little things happening one by one that eventually cascade to cause a collapse. And we view these as bad because of our position, because of where we are, and because of how the fear of loss, the fear of losing what we have, is used to justify exactly what we have. That is, these times of stability, these times of order, are perpetuated in part by convincing people to believe that the only way that they can have peace, the only way that they can have a flourishing life, is by supporting whatever is causing that stability, or seeming to cause that stability. When the North Vietnamese took over, they were without a lot of international support in Hanoi. And they did not have the resources to have modern waste management facilities. The local people, the farmers and so on, realized that they could clean the water in their area at times by putting human waste in it because algae and other life like a lot of the nutrients that are found in human waste and in turn fish like the life that feed on human waste and so with the right balance they were able to come up with a waste treatment solution that cost them very little and in fact fed them there are many situations like this. Whenever a large system falls, many systems come up in its place. And just like with the Roman Empire, you might have localities after it that attempt to mimic it, as in the Gallic Empire, as in Charlemagne's Empire, as in the Holy Roman Empire, as in the Russian Tsars, all attempting to mimic the original system, and yet they were all different in their way. And all these differences brought us as a species, a lot of innovation. I find myself, again, thinking about the difference between power tools and hand tools, as well as modern cars with their very many dependencies in comparison to, say, a Honda Civic in the 90s, or a VeloCycle, which can be manufactured in your garage or your backyard. 
these technologies can take the place of a lot of the larger and more complicated technologies that we currently use to move things around as well as people. The Chinese wheelbarrows we've mentioned before, rickshaws, which were really common in my hometown of Penang, Malaysia, were used to move people there, but they can be used to move goods again. In the social media space, people tend to cling to centralized social media systems because of their convenience and because of the fact that they are designed to get people to use them. The mesh networks that popped up in both Afghanistan and Greece when no company was available to set up internet in some of those areas are another example of how ingenuity can rise up to provide services at lower costs to a people even without central support. And all these innovations tend to happen because people are forced into that situation. As an example, we have social media companies with their extremely rigid and centralized control. People choose to use these social media companies because they feel that decentralized options are not as good or not as available even though they are definitely available and the biggest issue is getting people on them. Now, if you had a collapse of social media empires, for instance, all these decentralized options suddenly would get used. Similarly, in a bigger collapse, there are many solutions to many problems that would get used in that situation that would not normally get used now. If you're trying to get more people to use bicycles, an issue with global trade and getting gasoline all over the world would certainly help. If you feel a tugging feeling every time you notice that someone is parroting an idea or a moral directive without seeming to consider it for a local perspective such as yours then you may be happy when a collapse comes along because the value of locals suddenly increases when the value of globalist actors declines.
I'm looking at a stream. The water ripples in narrower spaces coming together, pushing out with more pressure, and it spreads out in wider spaces in a more placid way. There are more directions in these wider spaces. I think of the rise and fall of empires, of institutions, of practices in a similar way. Things come together when they need to, going tightly in one direction. But as soon as they're given space, they separate. But at the end of the day, it's all the same stream. It's yours, and it's mine.